Today on the podcast, I want to talk about a really interesting piece of AI news, and that is in relation to LinkedIn, which of course has just passed a billion users. So LinkedIn is, you know, doing it's on a tear right now. It's doing really well, and they're rolling out a whole bunch of new AI features. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be diving into all the new features, all the new ways that LinkedIn is rolling out AI. And I think this is interesting because LinkedIn has kind of had a special glimpse. Um, they're owned by Microsoft, so they've had a special glimpse into what's coming down the pipe with OpenAI and ChatGPT long before it ever launched. Reid Hoffman was using it to help write himself a book before anyone even knew what ChatGPT was. So this is going to be a, an interesting episode. Now, before we get started on the episode, I did want to tell you that my startup AI Box, which is a no-code drag-and-drop AI app builder and marketplace, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it on the podcast before, but we are we have launched a crowdfunding round on Republic. If you're interested in investing in startups, this is one that I believe is absolutely going to be an, a huge game changer in allowing anyone to create AI apps. You can monetize your workflows, monetize the prompts that you use to do the jobs inside your organization every day. And we're currently doing a crowdfunding round to help get this platform developed even faster. If you're interested in investing in AI startups, you can go over to republic.com slash AI box. I'll leave a link in the show notes for this. We're at $184,000 in investments and reserved investments on the campaign right now. Um, and I have a special deal where essentially for the first 8.5, um, for essentially for the first $250,000 invested, so there's around $50,000, $60,000 left of this, um, you get in at an $8.5 million valuation. So you get a discounted valuation um, if you come in soon. So in any case, if this is something that is interesting to you, I would go check it out as soon as possible before that uh, early valuation is filled. And I would love to have you along for the journey. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together chat GPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist in addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. LinkedIn, which is, of course, the professional networking giant, um, it now has reached a billion users. That's a huge milestone for them. Um, they have unveiled their newest artificial intelligence um, endeavors today. So they have an AI, a bunch of new AI powered tools that are essentially designed to kind of curate personalized content summaries um, for readers, assist you in, um, you know, crafting content on the platform. Um, this is interesting, right? A lot of people are like, oh no, this is the end of LinkedIn. Everything's going to be AI generated on there. I don't think that's the case, but I want to break down some of the features because I do think they're quite interesting. So to begin with, these new AI features are going to be exclusively available to premium subscribers. Um, I think that's very smart on LinkedIn's end. They've had LinkedIn Premium for a while. It's kind of funny um, if you, you know, when when Twitter or X or whatever started doing like a, a premium subscription, there was a lot of people that uh, were kind of up in arms about paying $6 a month for Twitter Premium. You, you got like a blue check mark and a couple other things. Um, I do think it's interesting that, you know, LinkedIn has had a premium option for a very long time. And uh, 
uh, you know, not a lot of people talk about that or kind of were up in arms about that. It's been around for a while, but if I remember correctly, it was significantly more expensive than $6 an hour. I, I think I was paying like $50 a month or something like that. I think if you want sales navigator, it's like a hundred bucks a month. Um, and then you can get, you get a discount for like 50 bucks a month or something, but I, yeah, I think it's like a hundred bucks a month. So um, it definitely is a lot more expensive now. You know, they could argue that I think their audience is perhaps a lot more mature and, uh, you know, it's higher net worth individuals. You can target people that actually make you money. So I understand the value proposition, no criticism whatsoever to uh, LinkedIn or kind of their premium tier. But it is just interesting, you know, what different platforms can charge for different things, because, you know, even I think Instagram is charging something like 15 bucks a month for their premium subscription. So the way that they are, the, the places that they're um, essentially incorporating AI is in number one, refining your newsfeed. Um, they're able to help you summarize article like linked articles and help users in adding like intelligent kind of commentary into them. Really what it is is like they, they have like a little chatbot thing that can help you as you're on the platform. So you can essentially ask like, hey, can you give me some key takeaways from this article? Um, and, you know, people are sharing articles and content on there all the time. It just kind of summarizes it for you. So that's kind of nice. Um, in addition, it's actually good for job search, the whole job search experience. They've got a bunch of AI features in there. Um, and that's, I think, particularly during interactions between like recruiters and candidates and all that kind of stuff. Essentially, you can say like, am I a good, like to the little chatbot thing, you'd be like, hey, am I a good candidate for this job? It reads it like, you know, it reads your entire experience and knows everything that you've done. And then it's able to look at the job description and see everything that they're asking for. And then it can tell you like which jobs you're actually a good fit for, which is kind of interesting. Also kind of interesting that LinkedIn hasn't like built that in into their platform in like a more concrete way other than just like kind of asking a third-party chatbot. But in any case, um, Gayan Sevechka, who is the who's LinkedIn's VP of product management, um, shared that their long-term vision involves analyzing how these tools are used by users. And she said, quote, if it's broadly applicable or, you know, extended to all users, it will be on the table. Premium users are very motivated, so we expect it to be immediately valuable. Um, she also... I think kind of talked about how the the integration of media formats like video with generative AI capabilities is on the horizon. So interestingly, while LinkedIn, which is a subsidiary of Microsoft, continues to kind of announce its new AI features, the company has simultaneously been streamlining its workforce, even in areas like R&D and engineering. So I think driving these latest AI capabilities right now, obviously, is OpenAI um, that owned by also you know owned by microsoft more or less they have owned like 50 percent of it and so i think that you know if linkedin who is owned by microsoft is going to work with anyone that's the the partner they're going to choose it's of course OpenAI is just a major player in the ai sphere um so specifically linkedin integrates OpenAI's api from azure and harnesses um gpt4 when combined with LinkedIn's proprietary data, I think it results in AI outputs tailored to each user. Obviously, right? It's able to read your LinkedIn profile and able to read job profiles. And I think um, specifically LinkedIn has been kind of a uh, guarded their data. They haven't let everyone scrape the data of all of their users, um, similar to what I think Facebook has done. And I think this has given LinkedIn, you know, that essentially that all that proprietary data that other people are not able to access as easily. So Essentially, I think this kind of creates a personalized version of ChatGPT for individual users. So 
Um, for instance, you know, two users viewing the same article might get different AI generated summaries based on their professional profiles and site activity. And this is actually really cool, I think, right? It's beyond just like, hey, summarize this. It's like, summarize this, but look at what my job description is. Look at what I post about. Look at what I'm interested in. And then it's giving you kind of a personalized response. I could see Facebook easily integrating some interesting tools like this. Um, I'd be curious to see what they do with AI on, on Facebook in that regard. But I think um, they, there are some challenges um, in some of these AI integrations. The first is increasing engagement. So with connections on LinkedIn often being professional, users are sometimes, they don't really like posting. I think it's the same thing with Twitter where a majority of the, the users don't actually post. They just kind of, you know, creep and read everyone else's stuff um, or lurk. I guess that's what we call it nowadays. They just lurk. In any case, uh, the, the tools are essentially aimed to kind of break this and encourage people to interact on the website. And I think they're saying, hey, look, we're going to help AI help you create content. And they're doing this trying to entice people to post more. Um, they're trying to stay relevant. Of course, all of these AI is so novel. So they're trying to they're, they're rolling that out. And then I think the final thing that they're really trying to address here is boosting their premium subscription. So although LinkedIn is um, they don't really share what their revenue is for their premium subscriptions. I think that it's obvious that this kind of segment has been seeing some rapid growth. They've registered 50% year-over-year increase um, as of the previous month. And I think these new AI tools are going to be an extra nudge um, helping people go in that direction. So I think as, as generative AI continues to kind of lure users with its capabilities, platforms like LinkedIn are positioning themselves as not only um, you know, a, a place that offers this novelty, but also they're trying to provide valuable insights and networking opportunities for their huge 1 billion, you know, user user base. So definitely an interesting area to see how LinkedIn continues to roll out AI in the future. But I think this is a big first step for them. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below. 